tuned into the Rainbow Affair Magazine exclusive with your editor in chief. Editor in chief, Diamond Keyshawn. Tune in and catch up with all things RA Mag at www.rainbowaffairmagazine.com. Back at it again, RA Mag is your editor in chief, Diamond Keyshawn. And as always, I promise you three things. The latest, the greatest, and nothing but the exclusive. And today, I have the man, the creator, the writer, the executive producer of the hit digital web series, Scales. And as we head into season three, it was time for me to have a conversation with the man behind the magic. Hi, Patrick Lugonis. Hi, what's up? That was an amazing introduction. Thank you so much, Dr. Mm, Sean. Thank you. Hey, baby. So let me catch you all up in case you've been hiding under a rock for a while. Scales is a digital series that follows Remy Howard, a guy who's drawn to complicated people and relationships. Now, listen, you all, this is where I take it personal, baby. Set in Atlanta. <clears throat> y'all see y'all Patrick had to do me, right? Set in Atlanta, Scales focuses on the challenges of finding and keeping love, even when it's not good for them. Baby, when I tell you Patrick just took my whole life story and turned it up <laughs> into a whole series. Now, let me take you all back to season one. Season one, Patrick decided to open up the series with, oh, episode 101 changed my life, baby. It made me want to go to the gym. It made me want to go out for a run. It was, I mean, it was just, it was some magic happening around exercising. Patrick, you made me want to kind of get my life in the whole exercise world. Now, I have to ask you, because since you decided to hit us so hard in season one, episode one. Take me back to before the world got introduced to Scales. How did this project even become about to taking place? You know, I actually, for many years, loved writing and filmmaking, but I had sort of gotten away from it. You know, the nine-to-five corporate sort of took front and center. And mm-hmm. back in 2017, while over in Barcelona, I was over there on vacation, the terrorist attack happened uh, while I was there. And it actually happened right on the street of where we were. A band came wow. you know, plowing through people. And after that moment, my best friend who was there with me, he was just like, you know, you know, shit got real. And he's like, tomorrow isn't promised. And we keep talking about these things we want to do. And I was like, well, you know what? I want to get back into doing my filmmaking and writing and all this stuff. And so literally that night while at the hotel, I started writing scales. And when wow. I left Barcelona, I said, I'm going to make it happen. And got back to Atlanta and auditions and casting and all that stuff took place. Mm. So in case y'all missed it, Patrick had to tell us he was on a trip to Barcelona because he is internationally known. Okay. Cause he'd be out and about. <laughs> now, I, I, I have to ask you this because I'm nosy, right? So my mom's going to be yeah. all in your business for a little bit. This project, this production is so well written and so thoughtfully created that I wonder how much of Remy is Patrick? Oh, um, wow. Okay. Well, Remy is probably, well, well, this, I'm going to answer this two ways because, one, I'm, I'm a Gemini, so there's the, the okay. two sides of me. I would say Remy is 90% of Patrick from younger Patrick. So okay. So that's 90% of me because it's a little bit autobiographical 
of some things that happened in my younger years. But then modern day, probably about 20% of Remy still exists okay. to me. Okay, okay. Now, when you created it and when you put it out there for the world to see and you press upload and you released it for our viewing pleasure, what was the feedback like from the base when they were first introduced to scale? People were really, I mean, overwhelmingly positive. So many people were like, oh, my God, this is really good, the quality. A lot of people were like, I, they could see themselves in these characters where they could relate, whether it was the Remy side. And then season one, they really liked the sort of camaraderie around the three friends. So, they, you know, everyone gets their friends, and, you know, they talk a bunch of BS and relationships, and they felt that there was some things going to happen. And then, of course, with Dr. Sean, it's like we've always had that ex that kind of you can't seem to stay away from because there was a little little ratchetness took place in, I think, episode three, Sean comes back and tells Remy he loves him. and You can't be telling all the – you can't tell all the – Oh, right. <laughs> right. So things were down, yeah. Okay. So – Okay, y'all, so Patrick didn't tell all the tea. So clearly, season one, it goes there. But season two kicks off with Reset, which I ain't going to tell you all how he did it. But, baby, season two just, whoo, child. So I have to ask you this question. So I um had the staff review scale. So y'all can catch up on season one and season two in the link below. It's currently streaming on YouTube. As we prepare for season three, Shout out to Patrick and his new business venture because season three will be streaming exclusively on Reverie TV. We'll talk more about that later, but shout out to Patrick making these moves. Now, Patrick, my staff shared this feedback with me. Um, you know, I get everyone. So so here's the setup. Picture it. Atlanta 2020, okay? So everybody's social distancing, or they should be, no shade. So what I did was I sent a link out to everyone. I did a Zoom conference. Um, I had them view and partake in season one and in season two. And I said, I said, tell me the first thoughts that come to your mind. Ten people, ten different opinions. However, I thought I would get ten different opinions, but I actually got one opinion amongst everyone. They said, this picks up where, where Noah's Ark left off. And I said, bitch, what if I tell Patrick what y'all just said about this project? Okay. <laughs> that was like, oh, bitch, this is what we doing. So I said that to ask you this. Knowing that there are so many digital series on the market right now, like the digital series world, blew up around that 2017, 2018 mark, and you were definitely ahead of the um, pack when it came to that. But knowing that there are so many series out there, um, what does it feel like to get to see that? Because I've even read the comments on YouTube. Y'all got to read these comments. These people go up for these episodes. What does it feel like to be the creator, writer, executive producer of a project that gets compared to something that is a staple within the black LGBT community, especially for black queer men? Well, first of all, I, I'm almost, I'm borderline speechless because I wasn't I was expecting to hear that. 
Um, it's it's absolutely amazing to hear that because I love Noah's art. I continue to watch the you know the repeats of the show and think mm-hmm. it's amazing. Um, it definitely makes me feel it, it, it feels good for that kind of representation, and that's what I want people to see in scales is that we're just we are unapologetically queer and we love ourselves and we're, we're no different than anybody else. We're, we're messy. We're complicated. We love, we love hard. We make mistakes and we have our friends that we lean on, which is no different than the straight community or whatever. There's no line there. We're all the same. Mm -hmm. We all love and have fun, but wow. I'm still, wow. you, You hit me with that one. Wow. And you know you did that, Patrick. And, you know, so tell me this. As the mm-hmm. creative visionary, how hard has it been for you to grow Remy's character? And the reason I say how hard is because one of the things I know we face as queer black men, we sometimes tend to go back to what isn't death for us. And y'all see, y'all see what I'm talking about. And we learn from it, but we don't learn all the way. And we kind of stay, but we kind of go, you know, the toy bucket said it best. Part of me wants to leave you alone. But part mm-hmm. of me, you know what I'm saying? So <laughs> yes. I noticed that creatively you kind of, you have the, oh, baby, I don't know how you do it with this pen, but you have this way to put a toe in, take it all out, put a toe in, and turn it all about, and do the hokey pokey, and you turn <laughs> Remy around. You know, so what has it been like as you digest during the creative process to grow who Remy the character is? Well, let me let me just spill a little bit of this lukewarm tea when it comes to Remy. Mm-hmm. I mm-hmm. actually, when I started writing season one, like I know how the series will end, so I know exactly where Remy, Gavin, and David will end up. So because I okay. know how it's gonna end, I'm slowly, creatively as I write it, I'm writing Remy towards the end. So just like just like in real life, sometimes we we stumble, we fall. You know, it, it takes they say it takes about six weeks to break a habit, but then it's a different type of habit when it's a whole body attached to it, mm-hmm. <laughs> i.e. Mm-hmm. A, a man. So mm-hmm. I think it you know, it, it for me, because I know because I know how the show will end, it's easier for me creatively to write the journey for the character of Remy. I love it. I love your ability to take us there, make us mad, make us happy, make us sad, and emotionally draw us in to Remy and his crew. Now, I, I got to ask you, because I, you know, I keep talking about Remy, so clearly y'all know who I'm in love with, and I feel like he is I and I am he. Patrick, <laughs> as a creator, who who is your favorite character? And you have to pick one. You can't say all. Sure. Um, if I had to pick one, I'd have to say that it would be Ron. I would say it would be mm. Ron. And why Ron? Well, I, because Ron is, he's very successful. He's a tech guy. And we've only been able, we touched the surface a little bit about his character in season two a little bit. Um, mm-hmm. And then because, of course, season three hasn't come out yet, I I feel I'm more like that 
I, I, yeah, I'm gonna call myself sexy. I'm like a sexy nerd, and that's how I kind of see Ron as a sexy nerd. Okay. And I like, okay. I like writing for his character and making him complicated. Mm, okay, sexy nerd. I'm feeling real software apprentice-ish. <laughs> okay, I'm <laughs> now. As we prepare for season three to come out, without filling the whole kettle. What can we expect from season three? Season three is going to be a conversation starter for many weeks to come after you guys tune in to see it. Because we're doing we're telling a story that other shows, even shows that are on a network, they've dabbled in, but they've never explored it to the extent that we're gonna explore it. So okay. I think Season three, I've been hashtagging grown ASF because it's very – season three, I pushed the envelope. So it's a lot to digest that's going to happen in season Wait, three. That's grown literally, literally, ASF? Grown as fuck, if I can say that. Yes, grown as <laughs> Okay, so season three, grown as fuck. Yeah, it is. It is. Oh, oh, oh I can't wait. Now – as we talk about season three, a little birdie told me it's going to be exclusively on Reverie. It will be. It, it will be exclusively on Reverie, uh, which, you know, for listeners to know, Reverie is, I think it's the largest LGBTQ plus streaming platform because they have access internationally. So it's available in over 250 million homes. So I'm excited about that. So I'm excited for season three to be exclusively on Reverie. And the the cool thing about Reverie is it's actually a free streaming um, platform. So I'm excited to have 250 million people to see what happens in season three. Because, again, season season three is very grown, very grown. It's back. In all caps. And bold. <laughs> period. Okay. Period. The whole period point in the blank. Yes. <laughs> now, let me get back to Patrick Padonis, the creative genius. You know, I know Scales is your baby. You birthed it, you raised it. But I know that as a creative genius, your mind is always processing. So, as we continue throughout quarantine, we don't know what the world may bring us and what life may throw at us. What more can we expect to see you start to dabble in and possibly give to us as the viewers to enjoy? Well, I, I think because we were able to shoot season three while in this uh, pandemic that was happening and we did it safely and no no one, you know, knock on wood, everyone was healthy, no one contracted COVID. I, I've actually written another story, a script. It's a, it's a spinoff of uh, scales called Spade. Ooh. Ooh. Um, it, it's, <laughs> it's, it stands for Single People Are Dating Everybody Stupid. That's the acronym of Spades. And we are going to film that actually next month. So that will be dropping probably a week or two before Scales premiere, season three of Scales premiere. Okay, so hold on. Spades. Single people yes. are dating everyone stupidly. Everyone stupid, yes. Everyone stupid. Whoo! Single people are dating everyone stupid. 
do me a favor, Patrick Redondis, because you just <laughs> said a whole mouthful in one acronym, baby. Take me there. Mm-hmm. Take me through how, what, and why. How do we get here? Well, I always thought it would be cool to kind of dabble into a little bit with a younger audience in a way. And so okay. there's a character there's a character in Scales named Kim. She's the sister to one of our um, leading characters, Sheila, and she's fun and hip. And so I decided, why not do a spinoff of following Kim and two of her friends from undergrad? They all went to Clark together. And you get to see them on some really, really bad dates, but you get to find Mm -hmm. out why they're drawn to the stupid people. And I do, of course, because being a, you know, a a gay black man myself, I wanted that representation. So there's definitely two of the characters, two of the three characters, main characters, Ivan is, Ivan is gay. And then you have Vanessa who is sexually fluid. So it, we, we're going there in so many, the pilot episode is going to be amazing because there's a lot that happens in that pilot episode. Uh, okay. Oh, I'm about to throw a screen in because I am just ready to see this all come together. Okay, Sage. Listen, I, I don't play Sage, but I do date. I do date everyone stupid. Okay. So, <laughs> okay, so we can check that coming out. We have season, we have season three scales. You're real busy, so I'm gonna be nosy. So in all this, you being busy. Writing, producing, creating, directing, all all the worlds that you partake in. When do you find time to focus on Patrick? Oh, man, Uh, probably when everybody's asleep. I'm a night owl myself, so I typically, I take a few hours around between 11 p.m. and 1 a.m. is kind of my my downtime, and I usually... Usually, I'm watching Golden Girls because that's my favorite show in life, and that's what I'm watching. Come on. And that's my downtime. Thank you for being a friend. <laughs> okay. <laughs> so yeah, that's how I that's how I, I unwind. Now, do you find time to date, or are you already in a relationship? Well, I, not and not to quote Giselle Bryant from the Housewives of Potomac, the word on the street is I'm married, and I can confirm that. I, I've actually, my husband and I have been married for five years. What? Yeah. <laughs> oh, married life. Yes. So, okay, I, 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 I want to know this. So five okay. years ago, you got married. So yes. does Patrick single and Patrick married still write alike? Uh, in some in some ways, they do. Because, again, Remy's journey is a little bit of Patrick's journey. However, mm-hmm. because it is a, it's a dramedy, a little bit of entertainment, I, I've altered a couple of situations. So it's almost like I'm writing – a little bit of my own journey, except the way scales ends is a little bit different than how where I'm at right now. Personally. I told y'all. Season one, season two, streaming now on YouTube, season three is coming soon on Reverie T V. Y'all gotta get in. Now do me this favor, Patrick, before I let you go, because I know you know I I'm taking all up in your business and stuff, right? Do me this favor. Let everybody know where they can find you as well as the show at on all things social media. 
Sure. You can find me on Instagram at I am Patrick Ladonis, all one word, I am Patrick Ladonis. You can find me on Twitter as Patrick Ladonis. You can find the show Scales the Web on Instagram as well as Scales the Web on Twitter. And I do hit people back. So you can hit me publicly or you can slide in my DMs. I'll respond. Oh, be careful how you slide, y'all. Don't slide too wet, wet. Listen, he gave it to you all. I presented it to you all. Now you got to keep it and stay tuned. With all things, Patrick Ladonis scales the series and prepare for spades to be coming at you soon. Patrick, on behalf of myself, Diamond Kisan, and Rainbow Fair Magazine, the platform, I thank you for taking the time to speak with us and bring us into your world. I appreciate you. I appreciate all that you do, what you bring to the table, and how you change the thought process for those who are viewing the content and what you create. I love you. I rock with you. Keep posting. Thank you so much. Definitely. Listen, y'all, I told you all, the latest and greatest something about the exclusive, and I bought it to you all, the man, Patrick Ladonis himself. Y'all, click the links below to get in tune with all things scales and all things him. Until next time, I'm your editor-in-chief, Diamond Kisan, signing off.